Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. Not just everybody's voices. I change their names. You could make up like you're, you could say you're from a phony place. You make up the phony name, like I said. But I just want to hear your true story. So if you want to be on the show, because you have an interesting secret naughty life that you want to talk about, or if you don't have to be anonymous if you don't want to, but you still have an interesting story you want to tell me, I love interesting stories, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on be on the show. Now, if you have an anonymous confession that you just want to get off your back, I get a lot of really interesting confessions on my confessions line. You could call in. You could call that line 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Just make sure you're in a quiet place. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, no problem. Just call back again. I edit those in. I change all the voices on those confessions, and they are all aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is a great place, and since this is a Fetish Friday, I have different tiers on my Patreon. I have a $5 tier, a $7 tier for guys who are into pantyhose, and I have a $10 tier for cross-dressers. But on my Patreon, you hear all the naughty confessions as well as get pics, naughty pics of all of my guests, like R-rated pics, as well as get access to my Discord. That's where people get really naughty. Okay, there's a lot of X-rated stuff over there. I don't take part in that, but that's like basically a forum for my listeners to go in and share stuff. You could do whatever you want over there on my Discord. You get access to that as well. And if you're a cross-dresser or you're into pantyhose, you get exclusive content. And because I've had my Patreon up for years, you get one episode a month, but you get everything that I've done in the past couple of years. So there's like hundreds of exclusive episodes as as well on there. So it's a really good deal. Patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. The links to that is in the description. Today I have on John. I love John's story. He's interesting. He's a 31-year-old guy. He's still super young. And when he was around 18, he started doing crazy things. This is a guy that currently likes to wear panties. And he, when he's wearing panties, he likes to blow guys. And it's not like he was uh, typical, like a lot of my other guys that are into panties fetish, where he was stealing his mom's panties when he was really little or realized he was into panties when he was like seven years old. I mean, he didn't realize this until he was around 18. So around he's 18, he's just like a super horny guy and he decides to like go to a glory hole. Okay, that was his first experience. Go to a glory hole and get his like dick sucked. <laughs> He did know it was going to be a guy and he had that experience and he loved it and he talks all about that. And then around that same time, like he explains a situation that happened where his girl just left some panties on the floor and he picked them up because they looked super hot to him. And he put them on and he like fucking loved it. So they went back to the glory hole that time with that on. And he realized he liked being watched and being seen wearing the panties. He's got a very slutty side to him. He likes people to see him in the panties. He was getting blown at first, but then eventually he blew somebody. The first time he blew somebody, it's a really interesting story. You'll hear that. He talks about that. And then after he blew someone once, he really got into it. And that's what he prefers now to wear his panties, get in touch with the feminine part of him and suck a dick. He likes to be kind of slutty. He did the glory hole thing. And then he stopped for a little while. He did some online stuff he talks about. He once went to a gay sauna and hooked up with two guys. He talks about that experience and details. He does very much have an exhibitionist side in him. When I asked him the question, did you ever get caught? That turned into a whole conversation about how he loves kind of people seeing him wearing, seeing him buying. He likes getting caught, not by people that he knows, but uh, being out in public. He's super naughty. 
He's one of those guys that is, I really like women. He's very attracted to women. He's not attracted to guys, but when he's wearing panties and he's in that situation and he feels feminine, that's when he's interested in having a dick in his mouth. <laughs> he does talk about how other uh, things beyond blowjobs has presented itself to him with guys. He talks about whether he's done it or not, all that kind of good stuff. He talks about the kind of panties he likes, why he likes being slutty and all that. So anyway, he did send me a picture in a picture of his panties stash. Okay, so that is over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. The link is in the description. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with John. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, John. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Kathy. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. You're calling from someplace else other than the United States. I love when people call in from other places because I'm always obsessed with the accents. Can I ask you a question? Like people in other places, are they obsessed with the American accent or is it so uninteresting to you guys? Because it's uninteresting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a case by case basis, I think. <laughs> it's uninteresting. I was yes. fucking right. Yeah. Like Australian accents are great, <laughs> yeah. British accents, but American is so lame and boring. I don't know. I was just wondering if yeah. it's just the fact that it's not the same that everyone's interested. So listen, John, the deal is you were into pantyhose. You love wearing, uh, not pantyhose, sorry, panties. You like wearing G-strings, panties. You also hook up with dudes, glory holes, that kind of situations while wearing. You play online. You've had massages with men, blah, 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 right? It's all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> Where I like to typically start with the fetish episodes is like really early on in the beginning. When did you realize, and typically it's very young, but sometimes it's not, you know, when did you really realize that you were into panties? Yeah. So obviously I've listened to lots of your shows and, and the other guys on there that are into panties and, and pantyhose and that sort of thing, they do discover it quite young. I guess I was a bit different. I never really was into that or, or knew I was into that, I guess, until about 18. So obviously left school, left left home, not living at home with the parents anymore. An 18-year-old guy, I think you can imagine, very horny all the time and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And this was a few years ago now, so I'm not really sure how how it happened. It was a website or, or something of the sorts where one one afternoon or late night I was on there and, and just scouring the, the deep, deep web, I guess, and then came across this site where they, they said there was a glory hole, like sort of really close to where I live. Well, there was two actually, mm -hmm. really close to where I lived. And 18 year old guy, couldn't get laid, that sort of thing. I decided to head there the next day. So I, I went there, nervous as hell. It was in, in the back of a sex shop. Went went in there, got changed changed my cash for some coins into these little booths. Didn't really know what to do. Sort of went inside and, and started watching some porn. And then these two little fingers come through the hole. And like that's sort of what I've what I'd read that is the signal to put your cock through the hole. Uh-huh. So I did. And that was probably the first time I got sucked by a guy. I didn't know it was a guy, but I, I assumed <laughs> mm -hmm. that it was a guy. And yeah, I mean that was like amazing. It was like the best blowjob I've ever had. Not that I'd had hundreds by the time I was eighteen, but <laughs> it, it was, was it was amazing. Yeah, interesting. Now you yeah. knew though. It's not like you're playing dumb here. You knew going in there that one hundred percent of the time on the other side there is going to be a guy, and this is going to be a guy on guy experience. Correct? Or were you a little naive because you're only eighteen and you never been that maybe it'll be a girl? I don't know. No, I knew. Okay, okay. Now, did <laughs> you ever know? Because I was really asking you to go back and tell me, like, when you realized you were into panties. But this is this is like when you realized you were into dudes. So before eighteen, no sign that you were into panties, as well as no sign that you were into guys at all before then. Well, no, not really. So I guess that was that was the backstory, and and I probably missed a bit, but when I was in that booth, I knew there was a, a, someone, a guy yeah. in the booth next to me and, and I could sort of feel him watching me through the hole. And I really liked, I was completely naked in there and, and I really liked being watched as well. So uh -huh. after that experience, that leads me on to where I got into the panties, I guess. I was sort of seeing this girl and she'd left one of her lacy G-strings 
at my house. Uh -huh. And then the next time I went, I just decided to wear that. I don't know why. It just 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 decided to wear it. And I really wanted to be seen wearing it. And that was the best place for it. So the next time I went, I stripped down to everything but that. And I could feel someone watching me through the hole. And they actually watched a bit longer until before they put their fingers through for the, the signal, I guess. Uh -huh. And yeah, that felt that felt really hot. Wow. So you see her panties on the floor and you don't even know why, but you think to yourself, like out of the blue, I want to put those on and wear them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like I, I saw them there. I'm I'm really horny. They were super sexy, super sexy, like stringy, really small, tight. Yeah. And then it, it's just as soon as I put them on, I just felt like more horny than I've been ever at that stage and I really wanted someone to see me in them, right? Right, because you already knew because of that first experience that something about being seen was super hot too, correct? To you already, like you realize you're a little bit of an exhibitionist maybe. Yeah, so at that time I didn't even know what an exhibitionist was, but yeah. <laughs> you sound like one. <laughs> I think everyone has yeah. a little yeah. bit of both exhibitionist voyeur in them maybe, right? And sometimes you don't know until you're in the experience. I went to a nude beach with a guy, boyfriend of mine when I was younger, and that was the first time I was ever like naked in front of people. And there was something hot about being naked outside in front of people. And I didn't know that until I was in the experience, right? So I think sometimes you wouldn't know unless you've been there, done that. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So when you went to with the panties on and the guy is peeking through, was that take it, it took it up a notch for you? Yeah, hundred percent. I could, I could tell that he was watching me and I'm yeah. just wearing them and, and stroking, I guess. And then yeah, it was just, it was awesome. And I was like, oh my God, I'm 18 and this is like totally new to me. And like you say, I didn't realize I was an exhibitionist. And then, yeah, it was just so hot. Oh my God. And now you're wearing panties. Were you confused at all or just so <laughs> fucking horny that you didn't care? <laughs> Sounds like, like you were so yeah, fucking horny you didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like at, oh, at stage, love, you know, yeah, I would have, yeah. I would have opened the booth door and, and let anyone see me. But yeah, I mean, obviously there was much confusion around that time of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there you are a guy who had only been with women, never realized you were into guys or panties. And now you're really up in your game. So do you just become like a regular at the glory hole? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, from being online and, and having passed the place, I could always see there was people in there. So I, I wouldn't say I was the most regular. But you, but but yeah, you kept going is what I'm saying. There, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kept going. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. then, so you're doing this behind your girlfriend's back. So you're technically cheating, correct? Like living a double yeah. life. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 And let me just fast forward real quick to right now. Are you in a relationship now? Are you still living a secret life? I mean, we're going to go back to where we left off, but I'm just wondering, like currently, is are you still living a secret life and doing this kind of stuff behind a woman's back? No, not at the moment. I mean, I, I see girls here and there, but, but nothing serious as yet. No. Okay, so you're not tied up or in a relationship or, or anything like that. So you're single, so you could do whatever you no. want. Okay, cool. Yeah. So at that time, yeah, do you continue to keep using your girls' panties? Yeah, so I, I do. I, I kept that pair for a long time, and, and I really loved wearing it and, and wearing it to the to the glory hole. Yeah. Um. So I used to keep, like you say, became a bit of a regular, and I, and I would go in there, and they had a back entrance or a front entrance. So when I would go through the front entrance, obviously it was it was a sex shop as well, right, and the yeah. booths were out the back, uh -huh. and they would have all the laundry and panties and that and stuff there. So one time I'm wandering through and I'm getting my cash change for coins and I see the panties and I just decide to wander over and, and have a bit of a browse, I guess, and then bought a couple of pairs at the counter and, and then just walked down to the booth and stripped off and, and put them on. So that's when I started sort of owning my own pairs, I guess. Having your own panty stash. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And so now at this point, are you living on your own so it's easy to hide it? No, nah, at that point I lived um, in a share house with some friends for oh my oh, three or four years. You never years, got busted, so. did you? 
No, never been busted. Not not intent, not unintentionally. No. And I feel like a guy. Listen, if you got a, a bunch of hot panties in your drawer, you could always be like, "Oh, I steal these from the girls I fuck" or something. I mean, you could kind of lie about it. Most people would one hundred percent or ninety nine percent believe more so that that those are from girls than they are you wearing them. Yeah, yeah, that that would be yeah more more than true for where I was at in my life. Then do you know what I mean? If that ever happened, yeah. Oh my God, we are getting into the busiest time of the year, right? From now till December, things fly fucking by, okay? So who has time to cook? Well, with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, you don't have to cook, okay? You also don't have to go to the store. You don't have to buy a million different ingredients. You don't have to chop shit up, and then you don't have to clean up. All you got to do is choose your meals and they're going to be delivered right to your door. They are ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess, and they are delicious. I promise you. I signed up for Factor. I chose the vegan option just to try it out because that's the way I roll. And I love the food. The Marcella mushroom with risotto was my personal fave. They have so many different options to choose from. Their meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You could pause, cancel, or change your plan at any time. So you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain because they have great food. So head to factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 and use code strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off. That's code strictly anonymous 50 at factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off. Or just go to the description and click on the link. Yeah, nobody would believe that you were wearing them. You could easily just be like, oh, these are leftover from girls. I love them. They're so fucking hot. So wait, so now when you're doing this and guys are blowing you, did you ever turn around and put your finger inside and say, come here, put your dick in and you sucked a dick? I mean, did that ever happen? So I, I thought about that every time I, every time I went, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there completely naked yeah. apart from like a lacy little thong or something like that. And, and I thought about it every time, but what, I don't know, it was situational. So the, the guys were probably before I could bring up the courage to do it, they were putting their fingers through, right? Don't get me wrong. It did eventually happen, but it took about a year, I'd say a, a year or, or even a little bit longer. I went in there into the shop one day and it was sort of like just before closing time I guess and I, I see the guy behind the counter and I change my cash for the coins I, I walk into the booth I close it I realize all the other booths you know are, are empty so I'm a bit disappointed I'm thinking oh god you know I've, I've waited too long and it's just about to close yeah and then I hear him close up the shop and he sort of walks I hear him walking down into the booth next to me. I thought, oh, oh cool. Well, I'm going to get my dick, dick sucked. Yeah. And then he, he closes the booth and then his, he he just puts his cock through. <laughs> with the guy that you just bought so, from, the guy that works there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's fucking hilarious. Okay. So he put it <laughs> in and you went for it? Yeah, basically. So I've never done it before. Yeah. I was nervous as shit. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, so I sort of got off the little chair that's in there and onto my knees and, and put the end in my mouth and then sort of went from there, yeah. Listen, you're a young guy at that time. Was this an older guy or was he young too? Yeah, no, he was older. He was probably maybe in his 40s, I guess. Yeah, he probably saw you come in all the time. You were like a hot piece of ass to him. He was just waiting for that moment. <laughs> I, I, I think so, right? Because like I say, it was sort of like the etiquette of the of the thing was to put your fingers through if you wanted it. Yeah. But he'd seen me go, come in there lots of times and he'd yeah. seen me buying the panties and he knew I was wearing those panties. So yeah. he probably didn't realize that I was going in there to get my dick sucked. He probably thought I was going in there all the time and, and sucking dick, right? Yeah, so. that's what the that's <laughs> what the guy wearing panties is normally doing. He's the submissive. He's on his knees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. he just went in there and, and closed up the shop and then put his dick through. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is my first dick, right? So Yeah. And how was that for you? It was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had, right? It was wow. like it just felt so, so naughty knowing that, he knew I was in there. Yeah, he yeah, knew yeah. I was probably wearing some sort of panties, and then just being on my knees in—I can't even remember what what 
g-string it was but i was definitely really slutty and then then working a cock in my mouth was like oh my god i was i was ready to explode did you swallow that time no i didn't i sort of I, I didn't know, it sounds weird, I didn't really know how to do it. And so I'm, I'm doing it with my mouth and then yeah. sort of jacking him off at the same time. And then, yeah, I, I must have come up for breath at the same time as he's sort of come and he's sort of come on me, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually you wind up swallowing down the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually I do, yeah. yeah That's so funny now. though. So, but I mean, because I'm assuming you continue to go to that glory hole place numerous times after that experience was it weird seeing that guy or was it like who gives a fuck no it was sort of like who gives a fuck it was like we would make just the same small chit chat small talk sort of stuff and, yeah, and no. that was it that was that was the only time i actually ever blew him or, or did anything with him it was just yeah it was just that one time where i went just before closing time and and the opera opportunity arose i guess for him yeah 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 it doesn't mean anything to anyone in that scenario so it is what it is that's interesting so then after you sucked that dick and it was like so amazing now were you wanting to go back to be in that position more yeah it was sort of obviously i wanted to try it again and, yeah. and feel that i guess feel that sort of dynamic where, yeah, like I am a bit more submissive and, and on my knees and, and just wearing panties and, and having someone see me just wearing panties on my knees and then servicing them. Of course. Yeah. I went back. Oh my goodness. And this whole time, are you still dating this girl? The panties girl that you stole the panties from? <laughs> not, not by then. Uh, okay. Just sort of usual 19 year old guy seeing girls here and there. Cause that's the thing, right? I, I probably consider myself, bisexual but more attracted to women I'm, I'm not actually attracted to men Isn't as such so i'm just attracted love, to the to that situation yeah i love these kinds of sentences because if you just hear it the sentence it doesn't make any sense but look at what you just followed up with and if i really question you it it does it it, it can make sense it like a lot of people would say He's sucking dick, but he's not into guys at all. I mean, come on, it makes no sense. But like you're saying, it's more when you're in that scenario and it's the scenario that it that makes it hot, correct? It's not the guy. Like a guy yeah, out yeah, of that, that scenario doesn't work. Like a guy cuddling in your bed or a guy coming to your house. I don't know. Does that not work for you or does that work for you? Yeah, no, that, that you've hit the nail on the head there. That's exactly right. I'd get just as turned on. Or, or nearly just as turned on if if a girl ever said to me, oh, I want you to wear this this pair of panties out in public and I want you to let them ride above your pants so I can see them or whatever. If that was a girl or a guy, it would turn me on just as much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's yeah, not about it's, the guy. It, it's about you wearing the panties. And it's yeah, whoever correct, could yeah. get and, you off and look at you while you're doing it. It just so happened that the glory hole, guys are fucking pigs, so they have places like this. No girls run places like that. I mean, there's not many places you could go <laughs> yeah. to where girls are going to be down to do that. And if it, and if there are places like that, you got to pay a lot of money, okay? No girls are giving it for free. But guys are such fucking horn dogs that they're all giving it for free at glory holes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and I, I, I never experienced but I believe there was girls. Or, or couples, I guess, that went there. But yeah. I mean, I, I went there a lot and, and never saw it. But yeah, you're you're 100% right. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, my God. So like real quick, one question is, did it ever progress to you doing anything other than blowjobs? I mean, because you can get fucked in the ass in a, in a glory hole, right? If you just turn around. I mean, there's I'm, I'm assuming more goes down sometimes in those places. Yeah, it never did for me. Uh -huh. You're right. You probably could, uh -huh. but it, it never did for me, and it never has. I still haven't ever done that, and I, I don't know. It's just not a, it not a turn on for me. So I've never really tried it. I've had lots of guys ask to do it. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, lots of guys that I, I see or, or meet up with really want to do that, right? I mean. Yeah. I don't judge anyone for what they're into. So the opportunity has been presented and you have turned it down. So you know that you're obviously not into it or else you would have because it was it's been in front yeah. of you offered. When you say guys that I've met up with, so do you eventually start meeting people online? Because you did mention like, you know, besides the online thing, like did you eventually start going online and meeting guys outside of that place and other places or was it always in that bookstore? 
it was in in there for many years because I was like it was like I'd found a thing and it was perfect and I yeah, and it yeah, worked yeah. so well and turned me on so yeah not not for many years but yeah eventually I did I eventually found other places online like I said there was another another place pretty much just 500 meters up the road that was <laughs> that had the same setup so I went there as well and then I think probably my first time out of that environment was at a gay sauna so that was sort of like in the just outside of the nightclub district in the in the town that I was living in at the time and then I'd heard about it online and and sort of thought it'd be really hot to go there one time because everyone's completely naked and like I want to be seen naked right so I'd been out nightclubbing with some friends and and they'd all gone home and and I decided well I know where this place is so I, I went there and yeah that was sort of the only that was the first time after just doing it through a glory hole where I'd actually suck someone off face to face. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Not face to face, but yeah. <laughs> and let me ask you yeah. this: and maybe only because I live in New York City do I just see every single gay man is a fucking ten, okay? But I just wonder: are the gay men uh, hotter than the straight guys that are on the DL getting their dick sucked at the adult bookstore? <laughs> Like when you walk in the gay sauna, <laughs> well, where you're like, "Wow, these guys are really fucking hot," or were they all the same kind of guys that you're seeing everywhere else? I don't know. I'd say it was probably half and half. There were some guys in there that were like you say, like a gay heartthrob and yeah, and really yeah, fit and 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 a similar age, probably not as young as me. I was young, young twenties. Yeah, these guys were around the thirty age, and then there were some guys that were like the fifties and sort of similar situation to me no doubt there was probably some married guys in there and, and yeah those and were the guys that didn't look so that great sort of thing, but those were the guys that didn't yeah, look so exactly. great <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so yeah there was a, there was all types in there for sure oh okay so how was that experience when you went there i mean because listen now you're an exhibitionist do you realize you're also a voyeur because i would assume inside that gay sauna i don't know is everyone just like getting it on and you could just see it all around you well, or is not it really. It was, oh. it was, no, there was a little bit of that, but it was mainly, there was sort of like a heap of rooms, like one oh. where it had the, like the spa, one where it was an actual sauna, one where it was showers and one where it was like a bit of a, a makeshift cinema. But yeah, there was, and then there was like private rooms as well that weren't so private, I guess. They were just darker rooms with no doors on them. And then there was actually private rooms, but yeah, it was, there was all sorts, but it was it, what I liked the most about it was going in and, and taking all my clothes off and just wandering around and, and jumping in the spa and making a little bit of chit chat and seeing all these eyes on me and then going into the sauna and just relaxing completely naked and, and free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like my experience at the nude beach. It's a definite freeing experience. And especially because you had a little bit of an exhibitionist and you had probably turned you on. And so then you started hooking up with guys. Like, how do you wind up knowing who wants to hook up? What's the tell? I mean, I know in the glory hole, someone sticks their fingers, they go, come here. What is, what's the... What's the sign in the gay sauna that, you know, two guys hook up and go in a private room? Is it just, oh, people start chatting with you? Is there any other kind of cues? Well, that that was the only time I've ever been. And I was in the, like, makeshift cinema room, I guess, just, just watching some porn. And then these two guys came up to me and said, would you like to go to a, a private room? <laughs> right, right, right. So they so, just direct yeah. like men. Yeah, just straight up. Let's go fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was no. the only one time you went, and so you hooked up with a couple? Yeah, I don't know if they were a couple, so it, it wasn't the best experience. I went in there with the private room with them, yeah. and they're sort of playing with me and, and then kissing each other. I'm not into kissing, and, and then they're sort of like kissing my neck and my body, and then I, I sort of just playing with both of them, and then I'd sort of drop to my knees and, and start sucking them one by one, which they really loved, and I loved, and I was like, oh, my God. And then the door was open into this little private room. It was kind of dark, and... I could hear people watching and walking by and that sort of thing. And that was a huge turn on for me. And then after a little bit, they, they sort of wanted to take it further and, and, and do other stuff that I just didn't, I wasn't really into. I was more, I would have been happy to sit there, you know, for the next hour on my knees and, and be watched sort of pleasing two guys at once. But yeah, they wanted to do more. So. Oh, they wanted it. more, some anal action, whether topping or bottom or whatever. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the only time you went. You never went back. No, I never went back. I sort of moved to another city then, and then 
yeah. I sort of I sort of fell out of that sort of thing. I, I started picking up more girls and I'm about 20, 21 by then and and like I said, I, I still enjoy girls more and yeah. if I could have girls on tap like I could have guys on tap, I, I'd probably never have a guy, right? But yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. harder to <laughs> like you said before, guys yeah. are horn dogs and, and they'll they'll try anything. So No, I think yeah. you're smart. I always tell a lot of my guy friends who are such horn dogs always looking to fuck. I'm like, you'd be happier if you were gay because you would be getting <laughs> more of what you want. You're kind of like you want girls, but you're fucking horny and it's just easier to get guys. So you go there. I think that's kind of smart. <laughs> Other guys don't yeah, have the balls or maybe and- the desire to do it. Yeah, that's it. So, and then uh, that sort of, so for a few years, it sort of just became a bit more of online play, I guess, as there's the internet involved and there's kick and and that sort of thing Uh and Snapchat and, and, and I'll just sort of play with guys online rather than in person. And, Mm -hmm. and I really liked that because it was like, I would find guys that wanted to see me wearing this stuff and, and direct me and, and, and that sort of thing on camera or, or take pictures or go out in public and, and buy a pair and then put it on and, and take a picture out in public and that sort of thing. So I did that for many years and I still do a little bit of that now. So so that was like online stuff. While you were like with girls in real life, you were getting those kind of needs met online. Yeah. yeah. How old are you now? Uh, nearly 31. Okay. So, okay. So then what happens? When do you, do you go back for another, into another phase where you start seeing guys in real life? Yeah. So yeah, that was probably for, for quite a few years. And I guess one of the things then was I was sort of like, I moved to a smaller city. So uh-huh. it was, I, I wasn't really comfortable. So these guys were like all over the world, right? So it was a lot easier. There was no chance of being found out or anything like that. It was like in, in my private home and or, or sometimes outside, but you know, it was like, that was it. Talk to them once or twice or three times. And then I'm not going to bump into them down the street and no one's going to see me sneaking into a gay sauna <laughs> or something like that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it was a lot easier. And then, uh, then I moved back to a big city and I'd still be talking to guys online and they would be like, well, why don't we meet up? Right. So yeah. And that's, that's how it got back into sort of meeting up with guys in real life and how did those situations go um they were good mainly good so um you know I, I don't do it a lot and i haven't done it a lot but sort of once every few months every six months maybe i'll meet a guy online i'm super horny he's really into me wearing panties and 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 i like to think i'm a, I'm a fairly good looking guy so if there's a guy that's into a guy wearing panties, I think I'm I'm the guy for them, right? So, uh-huh. and then I would meet up with them, and and yeah, I found I just got to be straight with them. I just want to, if we meet up, this is what I'm into, right? I'm into just you, know, you just sitting, yeah, you just sitting back. I want you to tell me to take my clothes off. I want you to maybe tell me to get on my knees. I want if 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 they're into it i want them to tell me to try on different panties for them and and give them a little show as such and then yeah and then just blow them it's interesting because you did start out for a long time like that first year in the glory hole it was really you just servicing the guys but really once you got on your knees that became something that you were more into yeah yeah for sure and don't get me wrong i I love getting blown as well yeah so and and it'll surprise you. There's I meet more guys that are into blowing than there are into receiving blowjobs. So oh really? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll meet lots of guys that are like, oh, it's so hot that you wear panties, and yeah, come around. I'll, I'll let you try on all your panties here, and I want to see it, and then I'll blow you. And I'm like, well, I'll blow you blow if you, you want. And they're like, well, no, no, no that's fine. I'll, I'll blow you, and it's well. <laughs> So, well, look, yeah, you're I the mean, same was, as them. You're, that's, you're the same as them. Yeah. Both of you are there, and you both are guys, yeah. and you both rather blow than get blown. Interesting. I would think it's the opposite. Yeah, and, and a lot of people probably do. I think the the not the problem, but the thing with that is usually if I go there and I suck a guy off and then he comes, his desire to want to suck me off after that is, is has gone down a bit. <laughs> oh, my God, if not totally, right? I mean, come on. They're like yeah. done, yeah, then, right? right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. And what do you tip like? Do you have a type that you look for? Are you into size? Do you not care? I mean, what is what do you look for in a guy that you're gonna go meet up with? Well, I guess what I'm looking for is 
fairly fit body, even though I'm not really attracted to guys. Just I just prefer a, a more fit guy that takes care of himself. And I've got to be attracted to his cock. So, yeah, he has to have a good-looking cock. I don't really know how to describe that until I see it, right? Uh-huh. And, I pref- and I prefer them not to be hairy. So that's that's what I prefer. Oh, interesting. And now what do you find is a lot of time on the receiving end of your emails or texts or where you're looking? I mean, is it a lot of married guys? Is it a lot of gay men? Is it a lot of guys doing something on the DL? It's probably a mix. I mean, there, there is lots of married guys, 100%. There's lots of married guys, but it's probably even married, gay and guys like me, right, that no one really knows what they're doing and, and they just, they like doing it, but they're not ready to, to come out or, or tell anyone and, yeah. and they're happy with that. So it's it's probably an even mix, which is, there's there's lots of married guys, 100%. There's lots of married guys or, or guys that say they're not married, but it's, it's so obvious when they're like, oh no, I can only meet at this time for like <laughs> 45 minutes. And, yeah. you know, definitely not at my house and, and that sort of thing, right? Oh my God. I had a guy once on my show. He came on a couple of times. His name was Trey very early on when I used to have to go onto Craigslist and look for people. And Trey would do these 24 hour blow job extravaganzas. Like he would just, he just wanted to suck a lot of dicks and swallow a lot of cum without, and he set up events. He had a guy that worked for him. I mean, it was like a whole thing when he said, he brought up the fact that he would see like guys would obviously take off their wedding rings before they came inside, but he could see the indentation still on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've had that a few times where I've you seen have? like the, the tan line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I know it still is a thing that so many people aren't admitting because I get them on my show. A lot of guys talking about a lot of the married guys uh, talking about it. What do you do when you're in uh, relationships? Have you ever been in a long-term relationship with a girl? Yeah, yeah, I've been in a, in a few, and then I just I've never told any of the girls. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about wondering. that or that uh-huh. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, but I've never when I'm in a, a committed relationship as such, and we're exclusive or, or whatever you want to call it, then I just just do probably the most I do then is is the occasional online thing, but no, I've never really met up with anyone then. No. Right. And now, do you find that when you are with a girl and you're not getting your needs met as far as like sucking a dick, but what about the panties thing? Are you wearing behind her back, underneath your clothes at work or or is it that you want her to wear panties for you? I mean, how do you get your fix with, with your panty wearing? Yeah. So I love girls in panties as well. It's not just right. wearing them. So right. I, mm-hmm. I, I love and I'll Often when I'm in a relationship, I'll, I'll buy lots of panties and sexy panties for the girls to wear. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I, I still wear them. I still, you know, I'll wake up one morning and like I'm going to work and I've just woken up so horny and, and all I want to do is just wear like a, a lacy thong. And so I'll put it on and that feeling all day knowing, you know, people all around me and knowing that I'm wearing that under my clothes is like a huge turn on for me. So, yeah, I'll still I'll still do that. Yeah, for sure. I want to do a thing where every, one day, on at one time, at 4 p.m., all across the world, everybody just takes a bunch of guys and locks them in a room. Like, maybe it's like 100. It makes them drop their pants. I mean, how many guys are wearing panties, pantyhose, you know, all <laughs> kinds of things. Because I reckon I, it would be more than you think. Right? Yeah, I just, I just, because I've heard these stories before, and I'm always, like, my mind thinks, oh, my God, what if you got in a car accident? What if you had a stroke at work, or you, I don't know, broke your leg, and they had to rip your your pants off I don't know I get so paranoid like that I don't know yeah. that I could ever do anything on the deal like that because I would be so petrified I would ever get caught have you ever got caught in any way shape or form no not really mm-hmm. I, I, that feeling for me is is a real big turn on as well so like I like I say oh. I, I get most of my pan, my panties now from yeah, either like sex shops or like big department stores where I go in and I pretend I'm buying something else and then like I go to the women's underwear section and and, and grab some and then go like through the checkout or usually through the self serve checkouts uh-huh. they have these days. But you know, through the checkouts and, and knowing people knowing that they're sort of for me is a big turn on. I've never been caught but um, like for people to I'll, kind I'll of wear, see. I'll, yeah, I'll wear them in public often when I'm feeling really horny and, and let them ride above my jean line. And, oh. and if my shirt comes up, if I bend down to get something from the bottom shelf in a, in a 
a store or something like that, then if people see or accidentally on purpose see, I guess, is a huge turn on for me as well. Yeah, so then I'm glad I asked that question because it's actually a more interesting answer. I mean, sometimes it is interesting when people get caught. I like to hear those stories. But (laughs) the fact that you're turned on by that is interesting. It's a thing. And I think some people have that and some people don't. I think it probably goes or it's very in line with the exhibitionist in you, right? Yeah, that's really true. So, yeah. Yeah, that you would like to bend over, you want people to see. But but with your friends, I mean, like... uh, how do you present in real in the real in your real life with people with your guy friends be so fucking shocked that there was a night that you left them and went to the gay sauna and you hooked up with two guys <laughs> where they'd be like you gotta be <laughs> kidding me not john he's like the most <laughs> straight dude ever yeah i think so like that my friends would be so shocked my friends are, are, are cool all, yeah all of my friends are cool i think if i ever told them they would they would be more shocked than you could imagine and but they would accept it so if if i am wearing them around my friends and that it's it's more i'll never pull them up above my pants and i'm always sort of making sure they don't ride up accidentally above my pants but the feeling of wearing them is really hot but if i'm out by myself or i've been talking to a guy online and he's well why don't you go buy a pair so i'll go out and buy a pair and i'm texting him i've bought this pair and and now i'm wearing it and this is all the foreplay i'll pull them up and yeah, that's right. It's just yeah. all that build up and that energy and, and how it makes me feel slutty and, and a bit naughty that I'm wearing these and and this guy's well make sure you pull them up and, and someone may see you and, and that just turns me on like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, and it's interesting. I've heard this more so from a lot of people who fully cross dress and I'm gonna ask you that's gonna be one of my next questions is whether you've ever thought to put on any other female clothing. But a lot of times when guys are into dressing up, the really the only time they want to be with guys is when they put on that feminine thing and feel feminine. When they are in their male form and presenting as a male, they're not as interested. Do you have any of that going on? Yeah, that's that's pretty much the same. I'm not really into cross-dressing. I haven't tried it as such because uh-huh. I'm not interested in it yeah probably the most i've done when i'm really horny and it wasn't that long ago actually i was i was away in a different city for work and and staying in a hotel and really horny and didn't know anyone and and i went to a sex shop and i bought full lingerie stockings that sort of thing and i put it all on and it did turn me on but it was i've never really worn a dress or a wig or makeup or anything like that but I only ever want to suck a dick when I'm when I'm wearing. Right. It makes you feel feminine, submissive. It sort of triggers this other part of you. I mean, that's what was always interesting for me to find out. And it makes sense if you really hear it when someone explains it. But I think if you've never heard someone explain it, it doesn't make sense. Because some guys are like, I don't like guys, but... If I'm dressed as a girl, I do, but it does, I'm not when I'm in my male form. <laughs> this sounds so hypocritical, but both things could exist at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. To, yeah. It is weird, and unless you've experienced it or you've heard about it a lot. But, yeah, as soon as I put on a pair of, like, sexy pants, and they have to be really sexy and, yeah. uh, you know, what I consider a little bit naughty, yeah. as soon as they come on, I, I, I feel so much more submissive and I feel naughty and yeah that's that feeling comes over me like yeah that's that's how it happens right but it is interesting yeah. that the didn't the panties come after the first glory hole but the glory hole just came because you were just like a horny kid that wanted his dick sucked and you're like guy girl anyone just suck it right <laughs> through the hole yeah that's it <laughs> pretty much it was like i'm so fucking horny you know i want a blowjob i'm 18 years old and how yeah. can i get this one and then it was like a glory hole cool and, and, and like you asked did you think it might be a girl i, I reckon probably going there i thought i'm never going to know if this was a guy so it's not gay and it's not weird yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a blowjob and and you can think it's a girl but as soon as i went in there i knew it was a guy and, <laughs> and what was weird was like I, I felt well who cares right who cares in the end and yeah and back then that wasn't like well people didn't just go around saying who cares if a, a yeah, guy yeah, yeah. sucks you off and, and people still don't right but yeah but I that's guess how you probably felt. even in the last yeah, even in the last 10 years, a lot more people do go, who cares now, right? So, Yeah, it's yeah. getting there. But, I mean, you were you felt that way then, though. You were totally accepting of it and saw it for what it was, which is good, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, that causes you less pain and suffering trying to figure out yourself. I mean, did it ever make you question your sexuality? 
Um, yeah, I guess it did. And then, you know, I would just think, well, am I bisexual? And then that's, that's where it was a, a bit weird because like I, I back then I didn't really, I, I thought in my mind, a bisexual person is someone who is really attracted to girls and wants to fuck them and is really attracted to guys and wants to fuck them or, or yeah. be fucked by them. Yeah. And, and I was really attracted to girls and I still am really attracted to girls, but I'm not attracted to guys. Like I'm, I'm attracted to that that scenario and, and and attracted to good looking cocks when I'm wearing panties, but I'm, I'm still not overly attracted to guys. So I can appreciate a good looking guy. I'll go, wow, that guy's really good looking, right? I'm not an idiot, but yeah. I'm not attracted to them such the same as I am with a woman where a woman will turn my head where, where a guy w- wouldn't. Right. Right. And, and like I said, I mean, you are pretty open-minded considering all the things that you've tried. I feel like you're definitely not even lying to yourself because you have really dipped your toes and tried a lot of things and you have had the offer of just the straight up guy on guy action and you weren't into it. I mean, you could have done it and you would have. You're the type of guy that, like I said, at 18 went to a glory hole and let a guy suck his dick. So you got balls, right? You're not like afraid to try things or like I said, (laughs) lying to yourself. You're sort of just being who you are. So I feel like if you were attracted to guys, you would have been getting fucked in the by now (laughs) or if you would have been doing these other things that have been presented to you I mean you have been with guys where you could have done more right yeah so yeah I think I think you're right I mean I I know what I'm into and 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 that's it and it's not it I mean I'm always open to new things and and I'm always sort of open to pushing the boundaries of that side of me but it's more like pushing the boundaries of maybe getting caught or pushing the boundaries of standing in front of a guy and he and he tells me and sort of directs me a bit but it's yeah I I know what I like and I want to explore that side but not the other stuff so yeah Yeah, it just sounds like what you're open to is more different kinks and stuff but not so much you are who you are and what you're into but it sounds like you're very curious when it comes to like you said the scenarios and expanding on the kinks and stuff that you like which is being seen being caught that kind of thing but it always has to be within the scenario that you that has to be there which is you and pandies you as a submissive you tapped into that feminine side because you or don't you does it make you i'm assuming it makes you feel a bit feminine when you're in the panties yeah it does it it obviously does right yeah. I, I feel way more feminine than my normal life and yeah. I, I feel slutty that's that's the answer i feel really slutty so yeah i yeah. love my cross dressers or anyone that gets into the slutty thing because i was always like i have i'm like that slutty girl like i loved barbie clothes and heels and slutty outfits and stripper clothes i was never a stripper but i love the what they get to wear the slutty outfits they wear on stage and so i love when a yeah. cross dresser or a guy that likes to dress up the really ones to be fucking slutty i'm like i'm right there with you i i get that dressing up persona wanting to feel that way sometimes right I don't present like that when I'm walking around all the time but it is fun to be a slut I get it yeah I mean like my favorite feeling is all day wearing panties and someone knowing that I'm wearing panties and then if I go to their house and they tell me to strip off and then they're like oh look at you look how slutty you look and then then sucking a cock in a pair of panties or like, <laughs> like a, a, a g-string that's like riding red. yeah like a whore right? like a slut so yeah like a that, guy that you don't even know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah guys yeah. would call if a girl did that they'd call her a slut <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right so yeah so yeah and let me ask you this are you attracted to slutty girls or are you not do you have to be the slut in the relationship <laughs> i wonder no, I, I think I probably am. Well, I'm attracted to, I don't know, I don't really have a type, but uh-huh. yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm more accepting of slutty girls than what some of my friends would be, right? Yeah, like maybe. If, like, oh, no, yeah. Don't, don't get with her, she's a bit of a slut. Yeah. I'm like, well, who cares, right? Because little do they know, I guess I'm a bit of a slut as well. Yeah, you tapped <laughs> into that energy and you, you understand what yeah. it is and it doesn't intimidate you or freak you out or, I mean, it turns you on actually. What are your, so tell me like your yeah. favorite kind of panties, like is it a color, is it a type, is it a brand? What do you go looking for when you go to those places? Yeah, they've got to be sort of like a, a bright color is, is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got to be lacy, like really lacy, huh? a snug fit. So like yeah. uh, probably a size under what a girl my size would wear. Uh-huh. And then G-string, obviously. Of course, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, it's like I'm what a guy would like right now. Oh, really? It's like the what a guy like. If I wear a a, a hot pink, tight, lacy g-string with a guy, he's gonna make a comment. It's like it's like it's, what you like for yourself is no different. I feel like than what guys like on a woman. It's the same shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What what I like to wear is what. Yeah, someone would like to see me in, hopefully, right? Like I say, if if I speak to a guy or meet a guy that's into a guy in panties, I want him to be like looking at me in the panties and going, "Wow, that's really fucking hot." So I'm yeah. not gonna they're wear not... like an old, an old pair of granny knickers or something nude. like that. Yeah, right? they're not looking for you to wear a nude pair of panties. They're looking for what a guy is looking for in a girl, even, which is like a hot pink or neon colors, very girly. Yeah very bright colors like you said when you were describing and I'm like that's the kind of stuff that I know is super hot if I'm going to go hook up with a guy like that's I have nude pairs and black pairs and what you know different colors but I always think in my head like oh a guy's gonna love like I said the hot pinks and the bright colors and the that's the that's the hottest stuff I think so I, I agree that yeah. you're on this the right page so so question like when you ha- you wore the lingerie that time and stuff right how long ago was that it didn't really lead to you doing it any time after uh that was probably only about two months ago oh, um okay no not really mm-hmm. i've still got it but i i don't wear it as much because it's a bit harder to wear yeah. under my clothes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. but it sounds like you're into yeah, undergarments so. i mean it could it sounds like it's a very different kind of fetish than cross-dressing and it, it makes sense that you went from a g-string to trying a little lingerie and stockings because it kind of ties into undergarments right it's all the something you wear under yeah. clothes but you know clothing i think is a totally different thing but who knows where you'll be when you're 60 let me ask you this yeah. because you're not with somebody now I most likely eventually at some point you're going to settle down get married if you want to have kids you're going to wind up with being with somebody for a long period of time how does that relationship look like to you I mean do you think that you can and are going to keep the fact that you're into wearing panties on the DL forever and that you can also at the same time not see guys ever again the minute you get married or do you hope to one day meet a girl that you would feel comfortable enough to put this on the table with yeah i don't think i'd ever get married to a woman that i couldn't be honest with about that side of me i just haven't met the right girl and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. i've dated girls for nine months a year but yeah. it, it, and it's been right on that oh is she the one if she's the one then it'll be like yeah look all cards on the table this is what i'm into or or I have a feeling that maybe one day when I do meet the one that I want to marry, then yeah. she'll be like early on, well, let's tell each other all our weird shit and she's into some weird shit and, and I'm into some weird shit. Yeah, and that's we what just you accept should... each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. That's what you really should do. And I love when I'm talking to somebody that yeah. hasn't shocked up yet and is, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. I mean, you are, you're not even dating somebody that you have to talk to about it yet. You haven't met anybody. But when you do, I mean, that's a great way to test the waters, uh, especially if you have a fetish and something that's really strong. I mean, it really should be a deal breaker moving into a long-term relationship because you don't want to wind up like a lot of my callers who are living a double life for their whole life. It's exhausting. You could get caught. You could lose it all. I mean, there's so many reasons why you don't want to do that. Plus, you're young and people in your generation are so much more open to it. So you're more likely to find a girl into it anyway than somebody else 30 years ago. So I believe it definitely should be a deal breaker. And that is a great way to weed out that person early on. Not on the first date, you're not going to tell her. But once you start fooling around and you're (laughs) having sex early in the relationship when it's super hot, you start communicating about sex right away and start talking about your fantasies and bring it up. And that's when you could really feel somebody out to see if they're able to be open to what you're into. And I love that your answer to that question is that you wouldn't wind up with somebody that wouldn't accept that. That's the right answer. I, uh, I've listened to lots of your episodes where yeah. the guys yeah, are in similar situations or they've got this kink or fetish and they're always like, well, either now they're with their second wife and they've only just opened up to them. And, and it's, well, yeah, that's right, because they're a bit older and, and like you say, 30 years ago, it wasn't like that. But now I'm only 30 and, and yeah, there's plenty of time, hopefully. 
Yeah, and just of course there totally is, absolutely. And the fact that you even know that your guy friends would be accepting of it. So there's a lot of girls that would be down. I think it's great that you eventually when it comes to that time, you will you do plan on putting it out on the table. I do believe that when you're very clear about who you are and what you're into, you will meet the right person who is in line with exactly who you are. I think the problem comes when you're confused, you still have some shame about it, you don't know if you should, and then you wind up meeting people maybe that are rejecting or not into it because it's sort of like a reflection of how you feel of yourself. I think sometimes a lot of times who's standing across from you is a reflection of who you are, for better or for worse. So I think the clearer you are and the more you know yourself, and it sounds like you do, and the more honest you are, the more likely you're going to meet that right person. You're going to be fine, and you're going to meet a girl that's totally going to be into it. And and that's what you should. You should hold out until you do meet somebody because you don't want to be with someone that won't allow you to be fully yourself. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. Great. Great. Great advice. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know it already. I mean, you were quick to answer. You know what you fucking yeah. want. You're still young. You're so young. You don't have to. <laughs> I have something called marriage math. Okay. And this is why I never got married because I know marriage math. And that is take the age you think you're going to die. Say you think you're going to die at 90s, 85, and then minus it by the age yeah. you decide to get married. Okay. And say that's 25. That's what people used to do when I was younger. Okay. Minus 85 by 25. Yeah. What do you got? You got 60. Okay. That's 60 years with the same person. I almost can't breathe yeah. when I think of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's marriage math. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there should be no rush to yeah. hang your hat with one person for the rest of your life. I don't know. Some people get married when they're 25 and they want to be with the same person for six years and it's fine. And that's great for them. Everybody lives a different life, but you have a plenty of time. You're only 31. So with marriage math, the longer you wait, the, you know, the, the fine, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, if you can, like for yeah. my Patreon, if you want to send a picture in of your panty stash or something like that, would be like super interesting if you have one. I'm assuming you have a panty stash, right? Yeah, I've got a fairly big stash, yeah. yeah I yeah, can yeah. send a picture like that if, can it, you? if everyone yeah. wants to see it. No dramas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is definitely going to go up on a Fetish Friday. I, I love this episode. I think it's great. It's definitely going to go up on a Fetish Friday soon. And cool. send me in that pic and I'll put that on my Patreon. And then because you came on my show, I'll give you free access to my Discord and you could go in there and talk to people and do whatever you want in there. You, you Other people have to pay, but I'll give you a free link to it. Uh, but definitely send me in the picture sooner than later. Okay. All right. What do we no call worries. you? What the fuck did Thanks, we call Kathy. you? We called you John? John. Okay. Awesome, yeah. John. Thanks so much for calling in. I loved your story. Thanks, Kathy. See you later. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. 
If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.